Cole became a rare, unanimous choice as the American League's Cy Young Award winner last night. And I know you don't care. I don't care. But hear me out. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Cole has become who he's become, who he was expected to become back when you-know-who drafted him number one overall out of UCLA. Cole has done Almost nothing in his time in the bigs to disappoint anyone. And and, yeah, I know (laughs) he could have won some playoff games in Pittsburgh from 2013 to 15. But he was young. He ended up going to the Astros. They taught him that it was okay to throw his fastball to strike people out. And the rest is history. Now, of course, he's with the Yankees, the team he loved as a child. Wonderful story and certainly a solid conclusion, if you will, for Cole and Scott Boris and everybody else involved because Cole signed a nine-year, $324 million contract to make sure that he'd stay in pinstripes for life. His average annual salary in this contract is 36 million and without getting into some whole big you know uh, the imbalanced economics of major league baseball the cheapness of the pirates the recklessness of the teams that are spending and all that other stuff we have enough of that just consider that the pirates now have another number 1 overall pick in their fold, of course, in Paul Skeens. And just consider that maybe, maybe, maybe just once they'd want to keep one of these players. How do you do that? How do you achieve that? Do you wait for them to make it to the majors and maybe have their bumps and lose a little bit of faith in them along the way? And yes, I'm describing the Mitch Keller scenario. Mitch came up as a very highly touted prospect. He was number seven, I believe, at the time of his promotion, meaning among all prospects across the minors. And he didn't do very well for a long time, over three full seasons. In fact, he had some of the worst numbers of any starter anywhere. And then Mitch figured it out. Whether that was with outside help, inside help, his own mind, whatever. Not the point here. He figured it out. But Mitch has been around for a while. And Mitch has experienced the hills and the valleys. And Mitch has been humbled. And I can guarantee you right now that when, not if, when, from what I'm told, the Pirates and Keller get engaged in a long-term extension this offseason, Mitch will have his ears wide open. He will be okay with sticking around in Pittsburgh. He will be okay with everything about the operation. 
He wants to be in Pittsburgh. You're going to hear me say that a lot over the coming months to kind of get used to it. And Skeens isn't that. I'm not going to sit here and project, you know, what Skeens is going to want in a contract, whatever. He's yet to pitch at all above the double A level. But he's number one overall. He's viewed, as you know, universally as a Steven Strasburg type, as a complete freak coming into that draft. And he's going to make it. He's not iffy as to whether or not he's going to be pitching in Pittsburgh. He might not pitch well. He might have his bumps and everything else here, but he's going to pitch in Pittsburgh. In fact, he's going to pitch in Pittsburgh in 2024, barring injury. So you have that part down. You know what his timetable is because it's borderline bleeping right now. So what do you do to keep someone like that? Do you let it play out? Do you see what he is? Do you let him show what he is to the rest of baseball and to his agent and to everyone else involved where they all come filling his ear and man, dude, you got to get out of Pittsburgh. You're going to get Garrett Cole money. And actually, you know, accounting for inflation and growth and everything else, you're going to get a lot more than Garrett Cole money. Or do you take the Tampa Bay approach? You do what the Rays have done where they've gone to really, 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 really super talented prospects. And the moment they've arrived in St. Petersburg, the moment they've made it, they say, listen, we need to, we need to wrap up this individual. And they do it with these really long-term contracts and understanding that if things don't work out or if they get all kinds of offers for that player at some point, they can trade him. The player who's going to be told in that setting by everyone, most especially his agent, that he is an idiot for signing this extension has a very simple counter, and that's that the money's guaranteed. And if I feel that my career is worthwhile in terms of going risk-free and knowing that I'm locking in, I don't know, I'm just going to make up a figure here, $150 million, I'm okay with that. I can do a lot in my life with $150 million. And if I happen to blow out my knee or bust my wrist and I just can't really play baseball very well anymore after years one or two, I'm still set. I'm beyond set. This was something a former GM of the Pirates used to say to me a lot when we were discussing just very general terms, these types of discussions. He would say, I just can't believe the amount of guaranteed money that some of these young players, really young players, will just casually walk away from. And sometimes it pays off, but sometimes it doesn't. I'm not about to suggest that the pirates from Bob Nutting on down should sit with Paul Skeens and tell him, hey, here's $150 million or whatever. I am saying that there is a way, there is an approach to be had, but man, it's, it's complicated. It really is. So it's never, ever, ever as simple as just saying, well, 
Bay should have found a way to keep Garrett Cole here forever. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That wasn't going to happen. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from John, and it's more of an admonishment, really, than it is a question. But here goes. The worst Pirates trade, in my opinion, was the Francisco Liriano trade. He and two top 15 prospects, Reese McGuire and Harold Ramirez, for Drew Hutchison. And I don't think it's close. John, I'm going to guess you're younger, which is fine. We're all going to be influenced by our age and our our generation based on what has the greatest impact on us. If you're living through the moment and you feel that moment as it's happening, it's going to be more prominent in your mind. Nothing, nothing compares to the Aramis Ramirez trade, the one that I cited and what you're responding to. And that includes the Chris Archer trade, which I found to be, wow, Awful, okay? (laughs) Awful enough to essentially get an entire front office swept out. The Liriano trade wasn't one that sent out any kind of franchise fixture. Uh, Frankie was on the wrong end of 30, and he wasn't about to get better. And yeah, it was ugly, and yeah, it had a financial component too. Pirates absolutely wanted to be rid of the remainder of Frankie's guaranteed money. And so they threw in a couple of prospects. The worst part about that trade at that time, and I was covering the Pirates and only the Pirates back then was how brazenly they lied about it, trying to build up Drew Hutchison, who was just terrible. And he never stopped being terrible everything about his resume, his stats, the fact that he was 26 years old at the time and was being touted as someone with upside, an absolute travesty the way they just openly lied about the trade, about its motivations, and even about its tangible return. And then they're throwing Hutchison out there onto the mound in big league games, and he's barely making it out of the second inning, and you're going, wow, at what point are you just going to drop the charade? That was bad, but the prospects that were given up, even at the time, 
weren't really anything that people were going to go gaga over. They were not great prospects. They were top 15, as you say, but they were top 15 in a trash system. Ramirez was here. Ramirez was to be one of the centerpieces of the brand new stadium that had just been built largely on state tax money that was supposed to be the thing that stopped the pirates from having to do this sort of dumping. It was so bad, so unpopular, so misguided, mishandled in terms of how they only dealt with the Cubs for some bizarre reason that never, ever became known. I I can't, if I start talking about the Ramirez trade and I take myself back to that time, you're going to hear language on this show you'd never want to hear. There is no comparison to any bad trade the Pirates have made. And my guess is that there's no comparison to any bad trade, really, that any Major League Baseball teams made that smelled this much, both on and off the field. Ramirez was young. He was up and coming, even as he'd already established himself as someone who was going to be a big-time power-hitting third baseman who could do everything and guess what he ended up being exactly that only it was all somewhere else you don't get me started on that one i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening the daily shot of pirates we're going to do another one of these tomorrow